There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hello, friends. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast every week, even Black Friday, supported by you, where we went all around the internet today to find out which things you should purchase for your... No, we totally didn't do that because we don't have to. That's not our job on this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to tell you the things. Yeah. They come to us. I don't know. They come to us like thieves in the night. May or may not be a gift guide. Probably not. Boom. Uh, You know what? I did a lot on Thanksgiving was uh, watching TV shows. Uh, We we spent we spent Thanksgiving eating food that we made and uh, laying around in our pajamas watching television shows. Oh, my God. I did it all wrong. (laughs) Uh, One of the things that I watched involved uh, a, a nice glass of sherry. It was some English thing. It was not Downton Abbey, which we we did watch, but there was there was some some show that had that featured someone having a nice glass of sherry. And I thought, Sherry, can you get sherry anymore? Is that like a is that something you can still go down to the store and, and buy? So I looked up Sherry and found this article from the spruceeats.com. <laughs> sherry wines are recovering new ground in the wine world and it is well deserved. What? I, so, that, I would not have seen that coming, but you like you accidentally wait. So where did you get the sherry? Where did I like hear about the sherry? So wait, were you having a nice glass of sherry? And no, you thought, where no, can I, I was get seeing sherry? someone oh, on a television someone. show got talking it, about it. sherry. Right? Slow burn, slow burn. And yeah, then you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. is that a thing? Turns out it's a thing. And so I was like, oh, sherry. Well, that's funny. I wonder if people still drink. Sherry. Apparently. Yeah, apparently, apparently uh, they do. Sherry's making a comeback. Uh, the two predominant types of sherry are Fino, which is very dry with a lighter body, and Oloroso, which is still dry but richer in uh, flavor and body. And I guess sherry was uh, was on the outs for a long time because it is a fortified wine, uh-huh. which means that you make like you distill a strong alcohol out of the grapes, apparently, but then you put that back in <laughs> to the wine later oh. uh, to kind of boost the alcohol level. Um, so it's like 15% for Fino and 18% for Oloroso. And also people, there's a, a sweeter style of sherry that actually is less popular, but that's the one everybody knows about. Right. That's the, the one I always think of too, is just like, oh, kind of a yucky old person dessert wine. Right. Right. Like a, like an almost gelatinous syrupy dessert wine, which is, which is a legitimate cherry, but it's not. The one that when you see people in the in ye olde movies having a sherry that they're that they're drinking, that one I guess became like a dessert option at restaurants. Maybe that's where people started to think about it. But that's yeah, that's that's what I knew about it. But apparently, oh no, it's dry. It's not sweet. The 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 fino and the oloroso uh, varieties, and um, starting to starting to be a thing. That is fascinating. Also, do we think that since number three on the list of types of cherries is Amontillado, 
<laughs> that in fact, all this time, the cask of Amontillado has re- referred to sherry? It must have, right? It I, must have. I, I thought the same thing when I now saw this. I like, to... oh, it's like a cask of, of Bordeaux, but sherry. And it sherry is, is wine. I mean, right. Like, it must be. But it's funny because the cask of Amontillado has nothing to do with wine or anything, right? Isn't that the awful one where, like, yeah, a man taking fatal revenge on a friend who he believes has insulted him. It's by a drown Yeah, but there is a cask of wine involved. As involved. A, and like it must a have been sherry. Yeah. I also yeah. just learned a, another outstanding thing from you just now as you were talking about it because I never knew what fortified wine meant. Like, I was always like, I don't know. Maybe it's really sweet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boozy AF. Good tip. No, that's why Thunderbird, the the popular fortified wine Thunderbird. of, of uh, hobos everywhere, uh, <laughs> is 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 popular because it's it's like oh it's it's a sweet winey taste, but it's got lots of alcohol, so it'll do the job. God, I want to like scamper over to Yemeni Bodega and see if they have any sherry. I'm so curious now. I know, I know. And and so th- this is me sort of stumbling into one. I'm not calling it, I'm not predicting it, and I'm right. not taking it from experience. But I found, I mean, the Spruce Eats stories from May of this yeah. year. It's I, not that yeah, old. exactly. And all of the food recommendations that appear to go with Sherry sound awesome. Like, I, there's a whole lifestyle laid out in this article. It's like, well, if you're going to have fino, it tastes amazing with almonds, olives, ham, chips and dips. Uh-huh. Manzanilla is best with seafood and tapas. Like, don't you want to live this life? Amontillado is great with oily fish oh and gosh, chicken yeah. dishes. Well, and that makes sense because the sherry is from Spain, yeah. uh, which I didn't know. The, it's from this region in Spain and the various sub-regions within the region are, are what give it the, the names like Oloroso and Manzanilla. But um, yeah, uh, so of course you're going to eat delicious tapas style food with it. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Incredible. Uh, well, I plan to spend all of tomorrow because I have utterly failed at vacation. See aforementioned story about dog mm. issues. Uh, but I, I believe I'm going to spend all weekend on the couch because the crazy storm is headed our way. Right. Right. We're getting a super storm. Right. And I have considered because I have now heard so many people talking about these things. I've considered ordering my own weighted blanket. Because when an atmospheric river of rain is headed your way. It's time. It's you time. Need to, you need to weight yourself down and batten like, down the hatches. Full disclosure, too. I've had this on the in the bullpen, which is where we keep uh-huh. ideas that we for, for several weeks now. And now that I'm waking up and it's like 40 degrees, which I know I can hear some of you laughing. But here in Oakland, that's a big deal. In it's fact, all relative, my friends. I did the turkey trot on Thanksgiving, the little like 5K, you know, community race, and got up at whatever, 7.15, and it said it was 40 degrees, feels like 36. And I was like, whoa, I don't know if I want to trot. <laughs> and it sounded you know, great. Yeah. It, it, because like when I say it's all relative, I will say like I went outside yesterday day before yesterday in the 40s here in la mm-hmm. which is super cool for la right it downright cold and i was ready to be like freezing and chilly and 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 and, and uh, uh what's what's that word shivering that's the shivering word. cold yeah uh <laughs> we happened so rarely here i couldn't remember the word for it uh and it, it, i wasn't i wasn't that uncomfortable because it had been in the 60s and in the evening, the 50s for the past couple of days. So I'm like, oh, this is colder, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Earlier, three weeks before, when it had been literally 90 during the day and 50 at night, I was freezing my oh, butt yeah. off outside. It, yep. Because it's because of the it's what you get used to. It's because of the change. 
Totally. Well, and also, it's legit cold here this week. Like, it just is. The air is cold. You know, some yeah. cool days have an undercurrent of warmth, Be if it's summer or whatever. It can be 50, but, like, underneath that is summer air. This is, like, it is damp. Like, rain is coming. The air is super chilly and cold. It's delightful. And as it happens, it coincides with the fact that apparently weighted blankets are a freaking thing. Primarily for people who have trouble sleeping is where I first heard about them. And they are mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. if you are not familiar with this thing... Uh, but I would be amazed because I feel like it's the it's the CrossFit slash Peloton of everybody I know right now. <laughs> like everyone's talking about it. Uh, they actually have weights in them, and they can range from five to thirty pounds. Yeah, and they're meant to help people sort of stay asleep. Like you, uh, my friend, a friend of mine got one maybe a year and a half ago. She was she's clearly very cutting edge. And she's a, she's a bad insomniac. And she was like, yeah, what I like about it is that it doesn't necessarily prevent me from waking up. But when I wake up, I have this heavy thing on me. So I just don't want to get up. So I go back to bed. Uh huh. And she was like, previously, I would have gotten up and walked around and made some ramen, you know, like done a whole, a whole thing. But instead, she just is like, (laughs) no. She's imprisoned in her bed. She's imprisoned in her bed. I guess it works for children. Like a lot of them are, Mm -hmm. are for babies. But they, I mean, I am intrigued, even though I, I'm an awesome sleeper. I still am like, oh, it's like it's kind of great. It just sounds cozy, right? It does. I love that feeling of like I've always been a keep the room freezing and then pile on every possible blanket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is just like you only need the one. There's nothing like that feeling of of just like be knowing that you are in a cocoon of warmth that the cold cannot penetrate. I know. And I think and the then, weighted blanket contributes to that. It totally does. And what's amazing is that they even have ones that are suited for warm weather so that you don't have to necessarily, it doesn't have to be cold. Like there's literally one called the Baloo Living Cool Cotton Weighted Blanket. And the whole deal is that even if it's hot out, you can still have your, you can still have your cozy feeling with your weighted blanket. I'm kind of fascinated by these. Yeah. Wow. That's, that is crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that that would be a thing, but I guess, and they have ones for hot sleepers. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little obsessed. I might want to try it. I know uh, Chris Ashley, who hosts the SMR podcast, uh, was talking about weight. He's one of those people that's been talking about weighted blankets for a while. And uh, he also does a weighted jacket when he runs. Really? Like, I, I think the weighted blanket may have been a gateway to the to the weighted jacket because then because he's lost a lot of weight. It's just a and he found thing. that running was like too easy suddenly because he didn't have to carry as much of him around. What? <laughs> so he Is started doing real? a weighted jacket. Yeah, yeah. Because he needs to hold himself to the ground better? Well, I don't think he was worried about floating away or anything. Are you but, sure it wasn't but, just for training? Yeah, no, it was totally for training. It was it was it was basically like, well, I you know, I I I have I would have to run more now to get the same amount of exercise because I don't weigh as much and it's not as hard on my muscles. Right. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah. I know. But boy, I got to say, I, I've been reading the claims about weighted blankets and the benefits, and they are pretty funny. Like, oh, yeah, no, it triggers happiness hormones. Really? Does it, though? It says like, they promote the production of oxytocin, a hormone released during hugging. Yeah, mm. Right. I know about the, the hugging hormone. But mm-hmm. do weighted blankets, like, is that legit? That I don't know. They say it helps that? with ADHD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, according wow. to Tuck.com, weighted blankets fix everything. I hear they will uh, t- get you out of your credit card debt. Yeah, I heard that too. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard that. I don't know if it's true. I, I don't know. Many people are saying. <laughs> people are saying. That a weighted blanket can get best. you out of debt. I know a lot of people <laughs> who have done this. Um, speaking of one that I've just sort of seen everywhere kind of popping up, uh, it started a couple months ago i saw signs up for it because there was there was one of these in in long beach i know i'm burying the lead by not saying what it is i know uh but but now i'm I'm like seeing playlists for it and i've seen it referred to in a bunch of places complex con the groundbreaking festival that brings together pop culture music food innovation activism education and more what everything you want millennials apparently and also it gets rid of your credit card debt no but seriously actually create oxytocin is this the fire festival because this sounds it's you know what i think the reason you're feeling that is that it's got some of the fire festival appeal but without the having to go to an island and starve and not have enough water that's long island (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry no it's a much better island it's long beach totally different not even that the funny thing uh, is actually the also the other reason I feel that way is because the website doesn't exactly work. And so I'm like, wait, <laughs> did this happen? It's working for me. That's weird. I don't know. Whatever. This Mac is on its last legs. Wait. So Kid Cootie, Anderson. But wait, what's complex about it? Lil Yachty. It, I, I don't I haven't quite figured out what the complex part fits in. It may just be that that was the name they could get. And they thought, well, that one sounds cool. Like uh, you have one. Very, very much around hip hop. But the idea is it's not a fan fest for hip hop. It's more about culture. Okay. It's it's kind of like a cross intersectional, maybe even I might say uh, <laughs> way to say like, hey, if you want to fight for the planet, listen to good music, eat sustainable food. Like it seems to be like trying to to hit you on multiple grounds rather <laughs> than, you know, this is shoe con. We're all about shoes. This the, complex con is complex. Maybe that's why that's I was just going to say your feelings about low cootie are uh, complex. <laughs> so this is the complexifier for you. There's like a whole community week thing. Mm-hmm. Something about lunch deliveries. It is indeed complex. You can get a box set of socks related to complex con. Have you heard people talking about it? I ha- have not heard people talking about it. That is the one thing I haven't done is yeah. actually hear real humans talking about it. But I've seen the signs. I've I've seen uh, articles. I've seen it like referred to like at complex con such and such happened. And it's huh. a bunch of different things. I mean, it seems like the community week part of it. They do a lot of good things. It reminds me a little bit of the... Um, is it trip? I don't want to say triple X because that sounds like a dirty movie. Um, XOXO. What's that? Oh my XOXO God, I'm so out of it. Con. I feel like. I don't XOXO even know Con up in Portland. I think it might be back, but like five, six years ago is the hot new, like, don't go to South by Southwest, go to XOXO. Oh, I see. But now XOXO is over and go to Complex Con. I guess. And have a complex. <laughs> It's giving us a complex trying to figure it out. It is giving me a serious complex trying to figure it out. Like at this point, I mean, you guys, I am good at Google. Like I should know by now what the hell this is. (laughs) And and I think that's what intrigues me about it is, is that it has big names. Yeah. Coming to it. It's, it's multiple times in multiple locations. So it, it feels like, like a South by Southwest, except it moves around, which some cons do. That's that's normal. Like World Con. World Con's always in a different location every year. 
but it's not about a thing. It's about a lifestyle. <laughs> I, you know what? I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to, but like, it's like Casey Neistat, the like YouTube guy. And it, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. about the music. It's the lifestyle is what. The, and you know what? Like, you were just trying to describe it, but that's exactly what they would have told you. And I'm not. I'm, I don't know. You kids get off my. No, I'm just kidding. It is a kids get off my lawn kind of thing because it this is, is definitely not targeted towards me. No, it definitely is not. Oh, but look, Alaylee May is there. She's the one. Remember, I told you that I bought those Jordans that were like the first oh, ever ones that were. That makes sense, right? Yeah, because yeah, she's like right full on this. street artist. Yeah, this is like deeply hip. It's deeply hip. That's perfectly put. Thank you. Yep. You've, you've ne- like this is deeply hip con. I like it. It's but you have. It's definitely. <laughs> Like, I bet my son would know what it is. Like, it's probably way cooler than we are. So good job. You're cool. Uh, Rich Rich points out that uh, the ComplexCon featured a podcast studio presented by ACAST. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> so maybe it was targeted at me. Uh, no, no, come on. It's all legit because Gen Z is literally like, you're. they're born and they get a podcast. Is this Gen Z? Maybe it's Gen Z. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is a sense. Gen Z party for yeah. sure. Deeply hip Gen Z con. They should have called it Complez con. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on before somebody literally yells, okay, boomer through the window. Like, I feel like just somebody's just going to get a whiff of yeah, what Yeah, Lil Yachty's just going to pop up and go, okay, boomer, right? Lil Yachty is literally, yeah, he's just going to show up behind me. Okay, boomer. Um, in fact, I'm going to move on to the most boomer topic ever, which is cooking. Because... <laughs> <laughs> When I, okay, I went looking for, you know, ideas for things that I was going to make for Thanksgiving and came across. So like full disclosure, I might be thinking that this is a thing because I made it. So it was a my thing thing. But that that's legit. Sometimes you make it or you do a thing because you're in the stream of culture. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been incepted. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's what happened because I think pull apart bread. Sometimes also referred to as monkey bread. Monkey bread is usually the sweet version of pull apart bread. I feel like that's a word that's just going to get somebody in trouble someday, but all right. Is the thing. What, monkey bread or pull apart yeah, bread? monkey bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, monkey bread is very Midwest. That's like, it yeah. goes with casseroles I, that and stuff. That sounds real familiar. Yeah. And it, it's it's just like blobs of bread piled up on top of each other sometimes like um mushed into a bread pan with Mm -hmm. like cinnamon and butter and all that stuff on the bottom to make a caramely bottom and then you turn it upside down and you have all these like chunks that you can pull off and then i made a pull apart bread which was i made pierogi pull apart bread so it so the filling of the bread was mashed potatoes bacon and cheese two kinds of cheese <laughs> and onions i sauteed like bacon and onions i'm surprised every dog in the neighborhood and just like move in hi i'm your dog now like night of the living dead yeah they were just like coming in the windows <laughs> night of the hungry dog and then you make these tiny little balls of this mashed potato filling and wrap dough and then i made bread dough and yeah, wrapped like it around pierogies, it right makes like pierogies but except you make them little bubbles so they're little uh-huh. round blobs and then you just start stack them all on top of each other in a circle and it's this bread and then you plop it down and people can just like pull off pieces but as i was looking for these recipes i just kept seeing pull apart bread popping up over and over (laughs) rich rich in the uh in um producer rich is in the discord saying basically like please stop 
I beg you. <laughs> He's too hungry. You're killing me. I'm starving, yeah. et cetera, well, et cetera. This is reminding me of something I think my, one of my grandparents used to make where there it was it was like a dinner roll, looked like a dinner roll, like the way the pull-apart bread mm-hmm. in the Gazette article you have here it looks. And then it would be like onions and ground beef in, mm-hmm. in the middle. Oh, God, yum. Yeah. Man, the whole – that entire savory pie type mm-hmm. universe, like pasties, pierogies, oh, my God. Spectacular. Anyway, plus, that kind of dinner roll where it's like all brown on top and kind of buttery already. Oh, yeah, I I'm sorry. Know. We've 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 ruined riches. I have gotten <laughs> a little hungry myself, actually. If I'm being honest, <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think that you're going to start to see more of this. I think the monkey bread has been a thing for a long time, mm-hmm. and then now you're starting to see more savory pull apart. And then I saw it on the Great British Baking Show, which I oh, bet well, is why. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rich says, That's I'm like not a- even hungry, but combining pierogi with bread is literally Polish cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have some, I have plenty of filling and a little bit of dough left. And so I think I'm just going to make like baby pierogies for breakfast tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I'm coming over. Yep. Come on over. Cause that filling is absurd. Let me just put, let me just put it this way before we move on to the feedback. Yeah. Include all the baking grease. You just plop the whole, all of it. Just blobs into the mashed potatoes. Yeah. I mean, it is like. <laughs> and I'm speechless because my mouth is filling with saliva. Yeah. Kind of same. Same. <laughs> I'm, I'm drooling a little bit. Oh, and that porter isn't helping with that nope. picture. I know. The pictures are showing up with the cheese in the middle. Yeah. It, I mean, I honestly, this needs to become way more of a thing. The savory filled pull apart yeah. bread thing. This is so this is half uh, <laughs> half thing spotting and half uh, thing wish fulfillment. Yeah, it's no, it's more than a thing. It's beyond thing. It's a requirement. It's, it's a requirement. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a new rule. Yeah. New rule. This is a thing. Make it so. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get on to the feedback. Uh, as we mentioned Columbia being a thing. We've we've gotten some great feedback from lots of people and appreciate all of it, uh, including uh, one from AJ. Uh, AJ wrote a lot of good stuff. We'll, we'll kind of pick out the highlights here. Just mm-hmm. finished listening to the episode, hearing about Columbia becoming a thing and is sharing AJ's experience. My family and I moved down here in September and will be in the country until February. I needed a career change and wanted to take some time off to travel with my family before starting the next phase in my career. It's cheap, like real cheap. We are living like kings down here for about $3,000 a month for a family of four. We eat out most nights, live in a beautiful three-bedroom apartment, and Uber as much as we need to get around. In Bogota, the bike infrastructure is amazing. We're from Oregon, and I can say that Portland has nothing on Bogota when it comes to bike infrastructure. Bogota has more than 350 kilometers of protected bike lanes. Not just paint on the road, fully separate bike lanes. Dude. The cities are modern. They do not have they do have poor areas that will look exactly like what Central South American stereotypes look like, but the parts of the cities the tourists go to are super modern. They have amazing shopping, fantastic food, and look like any other major city in any developed country. And then Colombians, this is the best part. Uh, Colombians love dogs. dogs. Dogs are allowed almost anywhere here. It was very strange. The first time we were in the mall shopping and someone just had their dog with them. Not a small dog, probably a sixty <laughs> pound dog just walking around the mall with them. Dude. <laughs> Uh, Medellin, which in most people my age will immediately summon the words drug cartel after yeah, it. Like uh, you're going to die. 
Medellin is similar to Southern California in the spring. It's mid-80s during the day, mid-60s at night. TLDR, Colombia is a beautiful, diverse country that is an amazing value. You get modern cities, nearly perfect weather, top-notch infrastructure, fantastic nightlife, friendly people, and great food for a fraction of the price of other developed countries. You will have a hard time believing that up until 2016, there was a civil war going on. While outsiders were terrified of visiting, Colombians were creating art building metro lines, opening bars and dance clubs, building shopping centers, and moving forward despite their struggles with the government. Hmm. Today, Colombia is very safe, as safe or safer than most big U.S. cities, and it is a vibrant and special place that deserves to be a thing. Amazing. That email was amazing. And indeed, it caused a little email chain with us that was basically like, I want to go there. I want to go there. I already bought a house there. (laughs) Sounds amazing. Uh, And then I want to throw this next one. I'll skip ahead to Franz on Colombia, who is a Colombian living abroad and wanted to confirm that in the past, when he would fly home to Colombia, it would be a plane full of Colombians with maybe uh, about 20% foreigners who were there for some work or family. Mm -hmm. About three weeks ago, Franz says, I flew to Colombia and to my surprise, that had turned around. This time, the majority of the passengers were foreigners, not only Europeans, but also Australia, Asia, and the Middle East, and only a small share were Colombians. For a moment, I thought I'd messed up and boarded a plane to Thailand. What? Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I will. I mentioned it to a friend of mine who is a an avid world traveler. They're headed off to uh, Patagonia which Mm -hmm. is like a mini thing among people I know. Uh, And she immediately was like, oh, I know like three people who went to Columbia this year. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yep. I should note that the U.S. State Department still has some warnings about various parts of Columbia, much like Mm -hmm. Mexico. Good to know. Yep. It said like, if you get in trouble in some of those areas, you're kind of screwed because U.S. security personnel are not authorized to uh, move around freely in those areas. So, something to keep in something to keep in mind. Stay in Bogota and I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Medellin. No before you go. Who knew? Uh let's see. Maya wrote in to say that she thinks that Movember has reached peak thing. Which I have to say is regional. Maya said, walking around New York City, it seems like Movember, which is the the, the November-based fundraiser where men grow ugly mustaches. Uh <laughs> she said it seemed I'm sorry, maybe they're not all ugly, but a lot of them are. It seems like Movember is a way bigger deal than I've ever seen before. Movember posters throughout the subway system and mustaches everywhere. Could it be a thing? Thanks, y'all. Hmm. All right. Here. So it's definitely a New York thing. Yeah. Uh, Gabrielle on Patreon with thoughts on Sprinter Vans uh, says, I think I might have an answer to your Sprinter Van mystery. I live in Humboldt County and I kept seeing tons of white Mercedes vans. And my friend told me that they are transporting marijuana from legal growers up here to the dispensaries in Los Angeles. I have a suspicion that that is the mission of many of the Sprinter Vans you saw driving up and down the coast. Uh, Also, I got some metal branded bowls from my grandma years ago and my husband found metal banded glasses to go with them. So we've been on that trend for years. Uh, you are definitely ahead of the curve there. I'm pretty sure most of the Sprinter fans I saw were campers. Like That's they were they converted do. ones. That people can- <laughs> I mean, it was on the California coast near a lot of campgrounds and stuff. So I'm going to guess. But maybe 20, 25 percent could have been uh, just a weed transportation I mean, situation. Marijuana transportation drivers probably like to camp. That is. Who knows? That's an amazing supposition. Absolutely amazing. I just, I'm entertained by the idea that, that the marijuana transportation, legal, the legal marijuana transportation legal is like, oh yeah, take your time. No hurry, man. It's you know, camp on the way. It's all good. Chill up and down the coast. I just love that she was like, oh, oh, I know what that is. Not like, it's not the millennial obsession with camping. Right. Or the fact that there's literally like a sub thing where people who live in San Francisco are 
like the houses are so expensive that they're buying super fancy sprinter vans and living right. in them instead. Like none of that, none of that. It's definitely weed. <laughs> it's probably weed. <laughs> that is how it feels sometimes like in California though. TZ <laughs> uh, left a blog comment about Mr. Sandman and said, first I would like to say that the Sandman song has been huge in my life, painfully due to my two teenagers. They listened to the song Mr. Clean by Young Gravy. When I heard you say TikTok, my brain went, no, followed by my son in the car who also said, wrong. Oh. Which I'm, I'm not sure which part was wrong. Um, I guess that, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, then he went on to say the other one I want to touch on is the fact that half the women in Minneapolis are sporting a teddy coat. That is true. I've seen it everywhere, and now I'm even seeing bags. And I'm not even in Minneapolis. This is just in Oakland now that it's cold. And then he uh, TZ writes, I'm the one who wrote in on milk substitutes. And yes, us vegans are having our time and will soon be your overlords. Okay, maybe not, but I bet most Thanksgiving tables have a meat alternative this holiday. We eat so little meat normally that our Thanksgiving table was mostly meat. We realized like, oh, hey, meat. we should have done vegetables. You're we like, had That's green not- beans. Why didn't we do that? Whatever. Thanksgiving but, uh, really only requires a vegetable. We had uh, vegetables in the stuffing. Yeah. That counts. There you go. Yeah. I made I made a broccoli dish. It had also two kinds of cheese and bacon in it. See? That's yeah. a, that's, I that's mean, a you know, to make come it. on. Even if it's vegan cheese and vegan bacon. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works for you. It wasn't. Uh, shout outs to Mike Akins and Louis St. Amour. Uh, and reminder that we do shout outs the month after you pledge on Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we're recording on November 29th. So if you were like, wait, I signed up at the shout out level. Next time we do a show, you're going to get your shout out get next excited. week. How can December already be here? Also, a little bit of a thing is everybody just skipping straight ahead to Christmas and Hanukkah. Like, nobody. All the decorations, all the holiday decorations mm-hmm, are already out mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. We have the shorter the shorter period between Thanksgiving and Christmas I this year. Stressed. I think that's part of it. Yeah. I know. It's, I need it feels to, like, rushed. I need to get after it. Uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, all the patrons, including those, of course, at the shout-out level and everybody who joined us in Discord and everyone who supports the show. You can become a member of It's a Thing and get access to our bonus content, which I believe last year, last week was like two hours long as we shopped Longest eBay yet. for yeah. vintage glassware. Um, um, join us live in the Discord and get an ad-free RSS feed. All of that at patreon.com slash it's a thing. And don't forget the email address, feedback at it's a thing dot me. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.